Greedy corporations and shady people line the streets of Coruscant. Too big to fail and too powerful to be stopped. What would you do if someone tried to take everything you hold dear? Boy. So he's got he's got his he's got hit the baby in the pocket of his robe. It's little head. It's little Honda Papa <laughs> head is sticking out. Yep. Okay. And you exit the garage. Yep. <laughs> so uh he's just gonna cross the street to the other construction site, I guess. Yeah, you cross the street to the other construction site. So this one, um, the original buildings are still up. They're in sort of an old architectural style, reminiscent of actual Onderon. Mm-hmm. This is little Onderon. So it's sort of a classical, um, there's some pillars here and there, and decorative sculptures on some of the higher buildings. And you hear all the construction noise. Vehicles hammering, jackhammers, people yelling at each other. And you see the same sort of entrance same sort of electric fence surrounding the site and there's another security droid standing at the the box gonna walk right in like before you walk in before and the security droid says sir please stop i will need to see some identification no no it's, it's all right i work here i do not believe you please provide identification or be escorted from the premises better men than you have tried to escort me and failed Sir, please stop. I will need to see some identification. He's not stopping. It's getting closer to you. Well, I, I got your identification right here. He takes a swing right at the head of this security droid with his gravity stick. Okay, roll it. So is this is this a combat check? Or... Yeah, it's a combat check. So do you need me to roll my cool? Take the shot first. My cool is bad. Yeah. But my shot is good. <clears throat> so it's a melee. I have three ranks in melee. Yeah. So does that... Uh, three yellows and a green. Two purple. I have so many things that can add to, like, attack. Yeah. So I should use some of them. What is it? What do you got? Well, I've got feral strength. Add one damage per rank. Two successful brawl and melee. Do you have two ranks of it or one? I have two. Yeah. So I just get, like, two extra damage if I do damage. Yep. I've got frenzied attack. When making a melee or brawl check, suffer a number of strain to upgrade the attack an equal number of times. I don't really... So how many ranks of that do you have? I have one. Okay. So you would suffer one strain and And turn a green to a yellow. Whoa. Yep. I've got lethal blows. Add plus 10 per rank. Mm -hmm. To critical injuries. Yeah. I've got knockdown. Yep. After hitting with a melee attack, I can spend a triumph to knock the target prone. May spend one destiny point to ignore effects of critical injury. That's to me. Mm-hmm. That's about all I've got. You didn't want to take the strain to take another yellow die. Um, I guess, yeah, I'll do it. Because it's not like... You're only gonna, playing once. I'm not going to run out of strain. Yeah. So this roll is pretty absurd. What are you rolling? I'm rolling four yellow and two purple. It's too much. I don't have I don't have any reason to give you a block. I did not get any triumphs. What did you get? I got four success and one advantage. That's it? Yeah, I actually That's didn't. It? I know I should I can't believe I didn't get a triumph. So your weapon does I think plus three plus two or plus three? So the damage is plus two. Plus two. And your brawn is starting out with six damage on it and then how many successes did you get four success so ten damage 
Do you have any skills that come into play here? Did you, how many advantages did you get? One. Add one damage per rank of feral strength. So we're adding two damage? You have yeah. two feral strength? Yeah. I think that's all. Okay. So you do a total of 12 damage. You swing this gappy stick at this security droid. Yep. And where do you, where do you swing? You're swinging right at its head. Yeah, right at its face. You draw it back and swing it right at its face. And its head, as it contacts its head, it shears off the bottom of its face. And the bottom goes flying. And there's no, like, wires hanging down. And it looks like it's photoreceptor is cracked, but it's still standing. Hmm. Oh, I guess uh, this is what happens when you don't go to work for a couple weeks. <laughs> it should have gone you should have gone straight down. Alright. The droid, you hear clicks and sliding metal, and looking down you see that guns have uh, popped out of its arms. Mm -hmm. And you're really close to it, so it's kind of hard for it to get in and, and shoot, but it does end up shooting at you. Okay. And uh, a couple of the shots uh, hit for six damage. Okay. But in doing so, it since you're so close to it, it also one of them also like grazed it itself. Alright. You gave me this soak value. Yeah. Do I have armor on? Just the soak value of my bathrobe? That's the that's the soak is based on your brawn. Oh. Okay. Yeah. And actually if you are in a hand to hand fight, you get one def defense because you have the copy stick. Okay. That means your enemies get a setback. Oh, uh, okay. It's defensive. And it also what's this other quality? Disorient. Yeah. Yeah. You can trigger that with some advantages. So yeah, it shoots, it grazes, I guess it just grazes you? Yeah, basically it just grazes me. Shoots some holes in your bathrobe. Six, minus my soak? Yeah. Minus one for defense, being defensive? No, no defensive because it's a ranged weapon. Okay. So I just take a little bit of damage. Um, what are you going to do? Ah, oh, jeez. Are you trying to kill me? John, John Bongus is going to bring his uh, gabby stick down on top of its head and try and smash it into the ground. Alright, give it a roll. Are you doing the strain thing to it's like upgrade again? Strain. My strain is 12. It's almost dead, right? It looks to be pretty much dead. It looks like it's in trouble. Yeah. You, yeah, you'll do a check after the end of this to try and recover strain, which we never do in our games right. because nobody ever uses their strain. Well, I'm going to use it because I, I don't plan on fighting too many more people. Mm -hmm. So... So... I got a success with three advantage. All right. What are my advantages? No, he's... What, how did you take the security droid down? He brings it down. Down. He brings it down and, and smashes its... Its whole body just kind of follows the trajectory of the swinging Gabby stick. And it all smashes into a pile of junk on the ground. Yeah. Well, so, you like, you hit it on the top of the head and it... The the head just came down under the the gaffy stick, and so it like face planted first, and it's a just a pile. Yep. Yeah. It's just a sparking uh, pile of trash now. It's little twitching limbs and sparks, a small pool of oil. And he says, "Uh, I got your identification right there. Oh, I said that before. Oh. <laughs> well, there it is." You walk in, and this is a very different construction site than the other one. There are people working all over the place, but they're mostly working on the interior of these buildings right now. Nobody's much building on the outside. 
you see people coming and going. It looks like they might be hauling some explosives, maybe to implode these buildings. Well, I heard that Broncos was this demolition expert. It's probably one of these guys. He's probably at the beginning or end of this train of explosives. He actually he walks up to these guys carrying explosives. Okay. Hey, how you guys doing? Did you get advantages before? Yeah. I got three. Uh, I got a success and three advantages. So, because I said I wanted to use this spending advantage triumph threat and despair in urban settings chart, some things that you could use three advantages for that you could find a friendly face, an unexpected ally, or a friendly local. The individual offers them aid in some form, such as information or supplies. One of these guys who's carrying this demolition yeah. stuff? It's my buddy. What's his name? His name is, uh, his name is, uh, Poggle. Poggle? Yeah. What's Poggle? Poggle at Ocean? Yeah. <laughs> yes. And he's got a, he's got a mustache. He's got a construction working hat. A mustache? He's a bug. Yeah, it's, it's a, it's a, it's, it's a bug stash. It's a bug stash. Okay. And, uh, hey, Poggle. How you doing, buddy? Poggle just chitters away. Happy to see you. You got there. Looks like some bombs. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Hey, uh, Jim Sachs. Hey, hey, point me, point me in a direction. Poggle clicks and points around the side of the building. And, uh, this picture? <laughs> you, you see this guy? Look real close. I, I wrote his uh, name on the name tag. Yeah, yeah. Broncus. Any uh, direction you can point that out to me? He points the same place. Oh, saves me a trip. <laughs> uh, why don't you guys all take a break, actually? Uh, Pago looks at the, the two people to his right and left a Solaston and a Twi'lek carrying large bundles of some sort of explosive stuff. They're also in their work overalls and hard hats. The Celestin's like, something going down? Uh, well, I wouldn't say it's this is any kind of incident that I'm about to have, but, uh... Wait, you're that, you're that guy, you're the incident guy. Yeah, I just got rehired today. And you, so you dressed up. You know what the incident? You heard about the incident. We should go. We should go. All right, let's go. Let's get out of here. Uh, Jim Sack's got a uniform for me. Uh, I'll take care of this uh, this demolition stuff for you guys. No, they're gonna they're gonna take that demolition stuff with them. They heard about the incident. They know what you what you did. All right, all right. Teach yourself, they're, they're, boys. Gonna, they're walking away pretty fast. All right. Well, I am walking towards where Jim Sacks and. Broncos are. You round the corner of the building and there's another one of those um, sheds. Yep. Little it's got a little porch shed. out front. Looks like it's made of corrugated metal. Light on inside. Curtains are drawn. It's gonna walk up to it and just kick in the door. Alright, do um, I mean athletics for this kick. Okay, I have one rank. So is that two green and a yellow? It's brawn with yes. one rank, so three green and a yellow. How difficult? This is a crummy building. Average two difficulty. Okay. Oh, it's better before. 
didn't succeed. The one that fell out was a success. I know, and then I rerolled it as an advantage, and I got three advantages. Okay, you kick the door really hard, and it's a little stronger than you thought it was. And the whole building shudders a little bit, but the door doesn't open. And my advantages are, do I hear anything from inside the uh, trailer? Yeah, you hear two voices that definitely heard the big bang. I think here's my advantages. I tried to kick it, whole thing shook, then I just opened it. And it, it wasn't locked. Sure, it wasn't locked. I mean, I wanted to make an entrance. Yeah. That's alright. The door slides open. This is a little office. There's a blueprint on the wall, a desk, and a large table with a couple chairs around it. Sitting in one of the chairs, you spot your neighbor, Jim Sachs, and standing next to the table is the person that could only be Broncus. I'm holding up my, my picture, <laughs> and I bring it down, and in my eyes it looks like a perfect match. <laughs> I, uh, I show them both the, my drawing, and then I rip my drawing up into little pieces. John, what are you doing here? The question is, what are you doing here? No, you got you should you got fired. You got fired. You got fired two weeks ago. That may be, Jim Sachs. Jim Sachs. But I think you're I think you were lying to me. Lying about what? There's nothing nothing to lie about. Explain this then. He takes the baby out of his pocket <laughs> and throws it at. He's aiming for Jim Sachs. You want to roll to see if you hit Jim Sachs yeah. with the baby? Yeah. Um, so that's a ranged it's light. It's a ranged light. Which he's not great at. He doesn't have any. Ranged light. Three agility. Should have bought a career. Two difficulty. Yeah, agility's three. So what, I roll three green? Three greens, two purples. And uh, I got two success and two advantage. So the, the this baby explodes into porcelain dust on his head. Hold on, let's describe what the whole thing. John Shondongus says, uh, has said, I think you're lying to me. And he says, well, I don't know what you're talking about. He says, well, then explain this. He takes a porcelain baby out of his uh, robe pocket and throws it as hard as he can across the room at Jim Sachs, and it explodes on his head. Little bits of aqualish shaped porcelain rain down on the room little 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 body parts yeah and uh broncus comes at you you're rolling cool broncus is rolling vigilance i'm pretty bad they're both really bad so cool is my presence which is one does that mean i only roll one green Mm -hmm. die Mm -hmm. all right i got two success you're going first broncus is coming right at me Mm mm-hmm I see him coming, I raise up my gaffy stick and swing it like I'm hitting a uh, baseball. Baseball's his head. A bola ball. And... I roll it. Okay. It's a melee. I'll upgrade. You're gonna upgrade, take that strain. Yep. You're aiming. You're probably aiming. Oh yeah, I'm definitely aiming. I want all of my fights to just end instantly. Um, Alright. Swings. So I got two success and three advantage. Alright, so with all your bonuses, that ends up to uh, ten damage. How do you get a critical hit? You get a critical hit with a triumph or with three advantages. And I got three advantages? Um, well, actually, what's your critical rating on your weapon? Let's go to your weapon. Three. There you go. Okay. 
Sure, that's a critical hit. You want to roll it? Um, I'm gonna have to find the critical chart in that. After hitting with a melee attack, oh, I can spend a triumph. Maybe there was something where I could. There was something about criticals. Oh, add plus ten per rank of oh, lethal, yeah, blows lethal blows to any critical injury. Yeah. All right. So roll that. Give me that book. I think that's bad. I've got a zero. That one. You want a high number on that one? Forty. So it's a forty plus ten. So it's a fifty. That's a head ringer. The, tar sense. the target increases the difficulty of all intellect and cunning checks by one until the next encounter. It's probably not gonna. Probably him. not. But he's got a critical, which uh, is important. Okay, so you, what did you do? What was that? What did it look like? Um, I, I hit his head like it was a baseball flying towards me. Uh huh. And I cracked him in the noggin. Yeah. And his head is ringing. His head is ringing. Um. But that's not enough to stop him. Mm -hmm. As he runs at you, he grabs a metal ruler off the off the desk and takes aim and swings it at you. I don't think he did a very good job. He did not do very well at all. He swings it at you, and the state he is in with his head ringing at the moment, it goes straight over your head. Um, so he misses, and he's kind of like in an easy position for. Well, oh yeah, it would be. There's another guy. But in this there's room. another guy in this room. He is not happy that there's a fight going on. He's not good at fighting, so he jumps out from behind his desk and runs out the door. John Chandongus says, uh, "Hey, where do you think you're going? You, uh, you forgot something. He's gone. Oh, he's just gone. He's gone. He's out of sight. He's out of range. He's out of range." unless you want to chase him instead of fighting this big guy. I was going to try and throw this big guy towards his escape, but um, he might be too far. You wouldn't be able to fit him out the door. Got it. You've kind of got... You, you're in the room a little bit, and your back is to the wall, so, and you're facing away from the door. Right. This guy swung his... His, uh, his little metal ruler. His little metal ruler over my head. Uh -huh. I missed. Sean, John Sean Dongus is going to... Um, Take this the blunt end of the gaffy stick and jab him as hard as he can in the gut. All right, and try right. and like wind him. Do another melee. These melee attacks are too good. Like better than any character I ever actually played with. I got. I think he's gonna be in trouble. Well, I got three success. I get so, one damage. Yeah, so it's eleven. You're taking strain for all these, right? Yeah. Okay. I'm keeping track. Did you say you got some advantages or no? No advantages. He's out. He's he's yeah. He's done. What'd you do? Uh, he missed me with the ruler. Yeah. Jabbed him in the gut, and <gasps> and felt him kind of go limp and like he's kind of like rested on my shoulder. And uh, John Shondagus, uh kind of just like tipped him over onto the ground, and he landed in the whole trailer ship with his weight. Yep. And he said, uh, yeah, why don't, why don't you go ahead and uh, take take a break. Take a load off. As you exit the trailer, I assume you're exiting the trailer yeah. looking for uh, Jim Sachs. Yeah. You see him running in, into one of these abandoned buildings that they're deconstructing. Okay. I'm going to look around for, is there anything of use in this construction yard? I don't know, maybe a jackhammer or something. I'm sure there is something like that hanging around here. Looking around, there's some like big hammers and wrenches. There's a rivet gun, but it is attached to some sort of giant canister that gives it pressurized air, so you wouldn't be able to take that with you. Mm -hmm. There um, are a couple, also there are a couple construction vehicles here and there. 
There's not a, like a wrecking ball around. So this building that he ran into uh-huh. was getting torn down. Yeah. Um, some of the equipment that was tearing it down is still around. Yeah, they're still working on it. They were probably going to blow this building up. Yeah, they were going to implode it. So John Shondongus tries to... He's going to try and get into one of these... Uh, um, building destroying pieces of equipment and so you flip a, a light side to dark to make this large building destroying equipment yes yeah okay so there's some kind of there's some kind of like uh basically it has like a like an arm that like mm-hmm. reaches in and just tears you know so oh, okay it's a piece of equipment that yeah. we have here on yeah it's that Earth. except the edges of the arm um are like blue blue plasma blades okay so uh it's kind of hop in and click the engine on. Yep, you push the button for the engine and flip some switches. You're in it. And yeah, he's, he's gonna start doing his job. He's He's gone back to work, basically. Mm-hmm. Alright, so give me a uh, piloting planetary check, just to see. He's, he's not bad at it. I know. I'm flipping one of these dark sides over, though, because somebody's got a roll of despair at some point, right? Yeah, there has not been, like, a red die. It'd be fine if there was a despair. Or a triumph. Got me. Got me. Got anything? Um, well, he has used one of these before. He knows where all the buttons are. Okay. You can take a boost for that. Dang. Just a bunch of failures and, uh, triumph. Is that what I'm seeing? Yeah. So if you add this all up, he got one failure and a triumph. Yeah. So, and your blue dice, blue die came up blank. So this is a newer model than what they, they probably just got this within the past two weeks. You haven't seen this one before. The controls are like, they're backwards. This, this, this machine, I'm getting dizzy in here. <laughs> <laughs> it's all backwards. I just don't understand why they had to change it. It's just like everything. It works, and then they change it, and it just makes it worse. So you're you're turning it on, but it's not working right. But you got to triumph. This isn't working. He's it's like I I can't I can't pilot this. It's giving me a headache. Uh, so he gets out. He goes to get out. Uh-huh. Sometimes like these tri- the triumphs and advantages. I I can already hear myself coming up with the stupidest like se- sequence of things that happen. So you're in front of a building. Mm-hmm. And the arm of this thing is extended somewhere, and the guy you're after ran into this building. Mm-hmm. He, I, he's not sure what he did, but he might have, he might have actually broken the machine. It seems to be kind of uh, shaking a little bit now. Yeah, it's shaking, and it seems like it's, it's just kind of moving ever so slightly. Yeah, you look down, and the front wheels are going one way, and the back wheels are going the other way. Yeah, um, it's getting kind of scared actually. He, he gets out, and I think it's going to crash into the building. And the arm is, like, kind of moving. It's, like, rubbing into the building. Yeah. And peeling, like, bricks and, like, layers of the building off. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a big hole in the building where this arm just poked in. Yeah. And it's moving to the side. And it's still just moving around. Yeah, for a construction worker, man, you are not doing well with the construction machines. He knows how to destroy things. <laughs> I mean, that's how... That's how he wouldn't be in this place if it wasn't for... Yeah. Um, what are you going to do? So so this arm is like just sort of slowly destroying this building. Yeah, it's it's drawing a line, uh, a gap, line-shaped gap. In well, the he's going to go line. in on foot. Okay. Uh, 
He's just bringing his gaffy stick. He uh, was thinking about trading in for a giant wrench or something, but mm-hmm. he remembered he's got he's got to give this one back to uh, Tammy later. Yeah, Tammy. So he goes inside, um, and he's poking around trying to find Jim Sachs. Mm-hmm. So you go into the building, and it looks like most of the interior of it has already been gutted. There are big holes in the ceiling above. You can see the the ceilings go up. There are some some boards across gaps. There are some tools laying around, but it looks like with the chaos that seems to follow John Shandongas, everybody who works here is pretty much cleared out. Alright, he goes upstairs. Mm-hmm. He, he knows this place is probably empty, but he knows that Jim Sachs is probably here. Yeah, give me a perception check. <laughs> he's, uh... He's kind of just zoning out. <laughs> yeah. He, everything came up. Nothing. He walks into this place. It's very quiet. You can't hear anything. It's kind of dark. And it's it's a big series of buildings with all the walls torn out. So you can see from one end to the other. But there are a lot of pillars. And you can't quite spot Jim Sachs. So basically you just have to find him a different way than looking. A different way so you can't see him, but you could probably try and flush him out. John Shondongus screams Jim Sack's name into the darkness and um, brandishes his gabby stick over his head. <laughs> Is that what you're going to do? You're just going to yell? So you're going to see if you can scare him out. Okay. What are you, how are you trying to do it? Coercion? I guess coercion. Um, Alright, so you're rolling coercion against his discipline, which is actually fairly good. You're going to roll two reds. My coercion is pretty good. I have one rank, so what is that? Two green and a yellow? Um, he also has uh, Nobody's Fool. Oh, okay. He is Nobody's Fool when targeted by coercion or deception checks. Upgrade the difficulty twice. You get two more. Two more purple and two red. Mm -hmm. And mine is a yellow and two green. Would have been too bad I didn't get a a, uh, spare. Something funny could have happened. What do you got? I got three failures and one advantage. Okay. So, um, he doesn't come out. But, you have an advantage. I'm gonna... You know, the the, he yells, it's just kind of like a hollow echo in the air. Mm -hmm. And he can... He realizes he's not budging, Mm -hmm. but he thinks he's in this room. So he can kind of... He's kind of getting a... A, an aroma of something. Oh, an aroma? It kind of smells like fertilizer. Oh, yeah. In, in fact, if he closes his eyes in this dark room, he can almost smell where it's coming from. So I'm going to do a smell check. <laughs> you think you are Ben? Ben's always... That's just perception. Oh, okay. Let me do another perception, but this one's going to be smell-oriented. Okay. And I want to boost for being so smelly. For, smelly. for him being so smelly. Yeah. Okay. Perception. My perception is not good. But we'll try it again. Yep. Average? Um, or are you not very You know what? Nope, that is it. That's his his stealth. I got two advantages. <laughs> he smells it. It's like, yep, still don't know where it is. Still, still not sure where he's hiding. He's like, but it's probably behind these pillars. Probably behind one of the pillars. <laughs> <laughs> so he... The advantages are that 
he his, his vantages are that his eyes have adjusted enough to this darkness that it's like all right i don't think i'm gonna trip and fall so he, he walks around the pillars um swinging <laughs> his swinging weapon, the weapon in the darkness yeah trying to feel and hit anything that might be in his way all right you bang that weapon against pillars uh after pillar and on the fourth pillar that you bang it on, you hear a little, stay away from me. And you see Jim Sachs. He's backing up. He was behind this pillar, but now he's, he's out of hiding. All right. Uh, 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 okay, Jim Sachs. Uh, I'm going to need what you've taken from me. Is that what? It's not even worth anything. It's just a rock. Yeah, well, uh, it's got a lot of sentimental value. It's not. I mean, do you see pockets? I don't have it with me. Yeah, you're going to have to... You're not getting out of this room unless you tell me where it is. It's back in my trailer. Leave me alone. It's doing I, my job. I've, I've been in your trailer. I didn't see it anywhere. It's in there. You didn't, you didn't even look. All right. Well, you tell me where where you, where you it is. And it's on my desk. You. Oh. Well, it was covered in a door last time I was there. And I looked through that desk. I don't think it was there. My office. No, I, I went through your office. You don't have an office. <laughs> you kidding? You just, you just broke into my office. Oh, right, right. I thought you went a uh, home office. You broke into my house? Oh, yeah, I was there. Where do you think I found the baby? I was in your car, actually. <laughs> you broke into my car? Hey, you broke into my house first. I didn't break into your house. All right, fine. You're a goon, Borkus. Excuse me, Broncus. Just go get it. Leave me alone. I'm just trying to get you to trying to get you to move out. Just doing my job. Ah, uh, well, you're not doing a very good job. Because <laughs> I'm staying. And, uh, and you're the one that's leaving. I think uh, he keeps backing up. I think John. And there's Chan- a big hole right yeah. behind him, and he stops because he can't back up anymore. John Chandongus is gonna uh, kick him out. Gonna Sparta him. I'm gonna this is Sparta him <laughs> out the hole um, and onto the ground. Okay, roll your my brawl. Brawl. I got five successes and a triumph. Tell me what happens. I don't want John Shandongus to kill him. Oh, a fall like that will do that. <laughs> All right. That's the the two things that can kill you in this game are falling and being in a ship that blows up. Yeah. Yep. Seen that happen a couple of times. All right. Well, this is definitely a game game ending blow for... I mean, you have a triumph, so there could be something down there that he falls on. He uh, kicks Jim Sacks and he goes flying slow motion out this hole that's been um, carved out by this giant arm. Uh-huh. The giant arm is moving around. He flies out the window and lands in a the top of an open truck, which is filled with just filled with manure. Yeah, it's filled with fertilizer. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so the the hole that was carved, it was like right on the edge of um, Famba Avenue, and your kick sends him flying over the the sidewalk below and down into Famba Avenue the main street in this area and as he falls he ends up just by sheer triumph Mm -hmm. in the back of a large truck that is delivering a a manure fertilizer shipment to one of the local Gungan farms and he disappears off into the distance of Bomba Avenue well that takes care of that not time for me to get my meteor you head back to the office where Broncus is laying on the floor, passed out and groaning slightly. Rifle through Jim Sachs's desk, and in the top drawer, you find a meteorite. Is it my meteorite? It is your meteorite. Okay, good. Yeah, he checks it, 
yeah. sees the step only his. Yep. Puts it under his arm and walks home. You walk home to your messy home. Puts the meteor back in its box. Yep. Puts it in a new hiding place. New hiding spot. And uh, sits down and watches his afternoon programming. Not gonna return the babies. <laughs> uh, he'll do that tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. Next day, he gives back the gaffy stick and he drags over the box of um, porcelain aqualish babies. My babies. <laughs> yeah, here's your babies. Thank you so much. They're, they're all they're all in there. Every one of them. Yep. Every one. You want to go out for dinner? No, no. <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> the end. Yep. <laughs> I thought that was a good one. Yeah, I feel like that was a really long Thanks for listening to another episode of Coruscant Nights. Thanks to Doug for playing on these episodes. You can find Doug's art at DougCEpperhart.com and you can follow him on Instagram at voidboy.art. Our music is by Mark Eberhardt and Nick Scourin. You can find Nick's music at pro-am.bandcamp.com. You can find us on social media at Coruscant Night on Twitter, and you can email us at CoruscantNightsPod at gmail.com. Love the show and want to show your support? Leave us a five-star review on iTunes or visit our Patreon. Check it out at patreon.com slash CoruscantNights. Now stay tuned for a preview of next week's episode. Who, who's that? Snoober. Yeah. This is this is my old college friend. Somebody I should be worried about. No. Okay. I have to I have to go to this convention. Listen, Snoober, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna lie to you. I have a dark past. I, I mean, I obviously have a dark past too. Yes, but this is hard for me to admit. But I I was a vice president of the Heights and Depths fan club. You kidding? <laughs> you like that stuff? That stuff? Are we going to be discussing what we each think of each other's hobbies oh now? Okay. This show meant everything to me ever since I was a larva. <laughs> Montgomery's larvas. I think squid are like sure. paralarva. Okay. <laughs> um, I mean, okay. That's that's something. C- come with me, Snoober. No, I got a meeting. A meeting, huh? Who are yeah. you meeting? Uh, a buyer. Anyone I should be worried about? No, no, no. I, I, I got, I got a, I got a thing. These two guys brought in a couple days ago. I found a buyer. You know how it goes. You know, Snoober. I do. I knew when you asked me on this dinner that some things would change and some things wouldn't, and I have to take the good times with the bad. Go. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> All of their dinners end very dramatically. I, uh, I'll call you later. I'll let you know how the convention goes. He uh, flags a waiter down, pays the bill, and goes outside.